0: Welcome, everyone, to the Faith First Advisor podcast. I'm your host, Eric Schrum, and today we're going to be talking about five things Christians can do to win with your money. Now, let's roll the Intro
1: Welcome to the Faith First Advisor podcast, where host and financial advisor Eric Schrum helps Christians align their faith with their finances. To explore more about everything it means to be a steward of what God has given you, visit thefaithfirstadvisor.com. If you would like to explore working with Eric to align your money and investments with your faith, visit schrumpw.com slash faith. That's S-C-H-R-U-M-P-W dot slash faith.
0: Hi, everyone. I hope you're all doing well despite the challenges we're all facing in today's world. Today, we have a great episode for you, and we're going to be talking about five things Christians can do to win with money. The reason behind today's episode is, you know, there's so much out there in the world today around how to manage your finances, so much so that it can get really confusing. And more than that, much of the financial industry often makes the topic of investing and managing your wealth confusing in order to sell more of a specific product or hide cost in whatever they're selling. You know, I really believe that anyone you work with in the financial industry should be an educator and a guide first, and a salesman You know, fourth or fifth, but really in this confusing landscape where there's so many voices trying to tell you what you should do with your money, it can be overwhelming. And the truth is that personal finance and investing shouldn't be confusing. It may not be easy to implement and stay disciplined in doing the right things to win with money, but it shouldn't be overly complex. I love this analogy about money I heard recently. Money is like flossing. Flossing is a very simple and easy thing to do, yet most people don't floss. And if they do, it's inconsistent. And I know I fall into that camp. I want to floss because it's a healthy thing to do, but many evenings it's just an extra burden that I don't want to put on myself, and so it ends up being inconsistent. So while flossing is simple, It's often not easy to consistently do that simple task that it takes to keep your teeth clean. The same holds true with your money. It isn't particularly complicated to do the right things with your money. However, it is difficult to consistently do the simple things to win. So, one of the things which helps significantly increase your success with money is having a guide. And today, We are going to be that guide for you and walk through five easy things rooted in scripture that Christians can do right now to win with money. Let's jump in. Number one, Christians need to invest more. Notice how the title of this podcast is five things Christians can do to win with money. And the title of our number one point is Christians need To invest more. This is because most people don't understand how expensive life gets when you add 10, 15, 20 years of inflation to your current cost of living. Let's take an example to kind of illustrate this point. And this example is based on just a generic, you know, retirement calculator I found on Google, which anyone could find nothing special. For this example, Let's look at someone who's 40 years old today and spends $100,000 per year. They would need just over $2.5 million saved in order to retire at age 67 and still spend and keep their current lifestyle that that $100,000 per year affords. To take this example further, if that same 40-year-old had $300,000 already saved, they would need to invest $12,000 per year at a 6% return to hit that $2.5 million number. Now, take that example and those numbers and kind of fit yourself into that and see how you you line up with numbers like that. Listen, I fully believe in trusting God to provide for us. But God gives us wisdom on how to best utilize the resources he has provisioned us with. Saving for the future is a big part of that. Let's take a look at Proverbs 6, 6 through 8 to take that example further. Consider the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler, yet it stores its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. God has told us we must save for the future if we want to be wise stewards of what he's given us. The best way to save for the harvest, which could be translated as retirement in our case, is through consistent, diversified, low-cost investing over a long period of time. Follow the ants example. Number two on five things Christians can do to win with money is Christians can give more away. I was shocked when I found out Christians in America only give 2.5% of their income away per year on average. Our Old Testament counterparts gave at least a tenth of their income away through the tithe, and they had not even experienced the free gift of grace we have received through Christ. You know, there's this book uh, done through the University of Notre Dame. It's called The Paradox of Generosity, and in this book, the authors found that people who were generous in giving away their resources were found scientifically to be happier, healthier, and more resilient than those who were not generous in their giving. It's incredible. And it maybe sounds like Jesus was on to something when he told us it was more blessed to give than to receive. Number three, guys, is Christians can gain financial literacy. You know, four times Thomas Jefferson wrote in his correspondence the phrase, knowledge is power. Perhaps one of the most powerful things anyone, especially a Christian, can do to win with money is simply to learn the basics of investing in some financial terms. The reason why this is so important is it's going to open the door to help you understand the main components of being successful with money. This includes such as you know spending less than you earn, creating goals for your future and planning for those goals. You'll then know how your 401k. 01k and IRA's work the benefits of low cost investing compounding over time even stuff about you know the right way to go about insurance and estate planning and wills now while this might sound like a lot to learn these days there's countless blogs youtube videos and podcasts and really the information any information you know not just financial information has never been more available than now, you know something else. I'll recommend to gain financial literacy is consider reaching out to a trusted financial advisor. You know who wouldn't mind educating you on some of the more basic tenets of managing money. I'm, I'm sure they would be more than happy to do that, and that would be a great way to start that journey. Next, number four, Christians can go to Scripture for practical wisdom with their finances you know i'm always amused when i hear someone say the bible is an outdated book when in fact The Bible might be the greatest money and finance book ever written. The best part of the Bible when it comes to money is it has a lot of straightforward and concrete tips you can take action on right now. So for number four, I wanted to just run through a number of these practical examples that the Bible has for us when we manage our finances to kind of wet your palate to to jump into this. So let's start with 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8. And this scripture exhorts us to give generously. Here it is. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Fantastic. Let's also take a look at Proverbs two seven, And Proverbs 22.7 warns us against taking on unwise debt. It's short and sweet. Here it is. The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is slave to the lender next let's take a look at philippians 3:14 which highlights the necessity of setting long-term goals towards what god has called you to and paul writes this i press on toward the goal to win the prize for which god has called me heavenward in christ jesus and finally let's take a look at luke 12:16 through 21 Which talks to us about, you know, in really practical terms, I love it, you know, having margin in our finances and in our budget. So here it is Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds, for riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. When the hay is removed and new growth appears, and the grass from the hills is gathered in, The lambs will provide you with clothing and the goats with the price of a field. You will have plenty of goat's milk to feed your family and to nourish your female servants. I love that. You know, it's so raw. And while, you know, the big deal back in biblical times was having plenty of goat's milk to feed your family, you know, that principle still holds to having groceries from Publix or Harris Teeter, wherever you get your groceries to feed your family. I think that's so fantastic. And this leads us to our last point number 5 in the five things Christians can do to win with money number 5 is Christians can live within their means guys we've all been given the ability and in many circumstances the choice to make different amounts of money each according to you know what god has given us and this means that we're not all going to be able to afford the same things you know a pastor told me That if we're being faithful as Christians in our giving, we are already going to be behind the eight ball financially compared to someone who makes the same amount as us, but doesn't follow the biblical mandate to give. You know, it's a sobering but true perspective. So with that knowledge, what can we as Christians do knowing that, you know, maybe our secular counterparts are going to have that nicer car Uh, in the driveway than we do. Well, we can do this, guys. We can live within our means and spend less than we earn. You know, it's going to ensure that we are not overextending ourselves. We can be thankful for the blessings God has provisioned us with. We can work hard to increase our station. You know, I think you see in the Bible that, you know, working hard and success financially are intrinsically tied together. And most importantly, we can practice contentment no matter where we fall on the income spectrum. You know, that, that famous Philippians 4, 11 through 13, where Paul goes on about, for I've learned to be content, whatever the circumstances, it's a great illustration to live within our means and practice contentment. Well, we did it. There it is. Five ways Christians can win with their money. And while this isn't an exhaustive list, implementing these five steps and five points in your life will have positive, tangible benefits in your finances and they're gonna move you towards being a faithful steward of what God has given you. If you've heard today's podcast and thought, man, I'm to the point in my life where I need a wealth advisor to coordinate and help me plan and invest the different aspects of my financial world, I'm here to help. At Shrum Private Wealth Management, we believe in helping you achieve the things which are most important to you and which God has placed in your life. You can contact us at eric.shrumpw.com at or at www.shrumpw.com. Thanks so much for joining us this week. And stay in store for our next episode, which will air in two weeks where I speak with Pastor John Mueller, and I ask him all the questions you've always wanted to ask your pastor, but maybe haven't had the time or the guts to ask. Until then, guys, hope you all have a great rest of your week. Thanks.
1: The content provided is for general information, educational purposes only, and should not be considered a recommendation of any particular strategy, investment product, or investing advice of any kind. Content is not intended to be and should not be construed as legal or tax advice and or legal opinion. Please consult a financial professional for your specific situation. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the entire principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views and opinions expressed here are of the author and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Spire Wealth Management LLC and its affiliates. advisory services offered through Spire Wealth Management LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Securities offered through an affiliate Spire Securities LLC, a registered broker, dealer, and member of FINRA and SIPC.